Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. Good day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the podcast where we crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar is my good mate, Daniel Treadray. Dan, how you going? I'm um, not too bad, not too bad. This week, a bit warm in this finally some seasonal weather, but this cold beer I've got here is going to go down very well today. Absolutely. How are you doing this week, Drewby? Oh, better than last week, Dan. Feeling a bit bit more upbeat. I can actually introduce the show without uh, sounding too sad. Don't have to get Ash to do it this week. And speaking of Ash, I don't oh, know Ash where the is... fuck that man is. He introduces the show for one week and he just <laughs> gets the cold feet and he runs away. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> regardless, he, he will be missed along with Tom. They both have uh, something going on this uh, this nice sunny weekend. Personally, for me, I, I went outside for lunch today, and uh, it's, it's a beautiful day. I'm like, what a great day to stay inside and have the curtains down. <laughs> what, a, what a great day to stay inside and play video games or set up a new laptop, as mm. you might have been doing today. Yeah, I've just been playing around with my new toy, pretty much, just putting a, putting on some programs. It's, a, it's really satisfying because I feel like you put on a lot of stuff, you end up never using, you know. There's only like a handful of stuff you ever probably use on your phone or your laptop, but it's just you end up filling it just with a lot of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this app, this app could be useful. Mm. Never uses it. <laughs> I remember Takes up half the storage space, <laughs> and then it's just go- bloatware. When I got my phone, I um, had App- Apple Arcade on it, and I just like I think I installed pretty much everything that came out on that service, but I probably played like two things on it. <laughs> It's just like the thing of like, oh, it's there if I ever want it. But will I want it? Probably not. <laughs> you you know what else is there if you want it? The Play Store or the Apple Store. So you can just download it anyway. Yeah. It would make a whole lot more sense than taking up however much percentage of space, which in the case of my laptop, which is quite small, a lot. Mm. So I should be taking my own words to heart there. Yeah. Like that's the thing on the Xbox too. Like everything's, uh, you know... I guess included with Game Pass if you get that subscription. So I just ended up just downloading like all this stuff I might end up playing and don't end up playing it. So you'll be in trouble if you if you get something like that for your computer because you'll oh you'll, yeah you fill it up my, with a couple of JPEGs actually. I'm pretty sure. Uh, my my laptop is 112 gigabytes, which is absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, gets filled, filled, download one picture and it's full. Yeah. Save one word document. You've got no room for this. Very frustrating. <laughs> it's also meant to be a gaming laptop, and I don't see how that works with that little storage space. Oh, well, sounds like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm looking at sort of the preview we have here on the program we use. But on the actual live stream, you're just frozen, and you look like a stunned mullet. <laughs> And I don't know when it's going to change back. It looks really funny, so it's not so bad. But I can see you moving in the <laughs> preview on... true to life. I can see you moving in the preview on the left, but on the actual thing itself, you're just, uh, you're just staring at the camera. <laughs> like, 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 holy shit, am I on a podcast? And it's like, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who gave me a microphone? <laughs> You got a voice for the newspapers. Why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, 
anyone that uh, can see the videos, Dan's just looking really, uh, looking shocked. But for you listening on the audio, <laughs> look, look, it's not like such normal. a big deal. <laughs> well, this could just be a case of good old Millicent internet because mm. oh, everything's fine for me, but... Yes, it will be a case of Millicent Apparently internet. Apparently not down on your end. There's so much, um, so much trouble the Millicent internet brings us and... You know, when, when we're watching stuff on Netflix and that, it's just like I can't see anything in a dark scene. It's just that blurry. And I th- stuff like Disney Plus actually works really well. Like that seems to load in HD. Actually, speaking of what, Dan, you need to <laughs> you need to pay for this month of uh, Disney Plus. I'll- yeah, <laughs> uh, I've t- topped that card up, so it should be, should be all good to go. I, uh, I log because I, I logged in today when I was, you know, setting up accounts and stuff on this new computer. And uh, I've been watching The Simpsons a lot recently. Actually, I'm really enjoying the latest season. It's actually, I'm really liking it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wasn't expecting it because, uh, you know, the last week, I guess just to inform listeners of uh, of this show, I didn't want to talk about it last week because I was still like, I, I like last week I didn't want to podcast at all really. But um, since I've got to basically set it up for um, the other three, I've got to, uh, you know, record it and all that so i didn't want to let you guys down for a second week in a row but um you know after we uh basically lost our dog which was you know real shit real unexpected and uh just just no good um so we're basically looking for stuff to distract us and cheer me up and that and sort of turn to the simpsons and you know the simpsons like i good good comfort show yeah absolutely like it is my comfort show and i haven't watched it in years since uh I don't know, I might have had like a, a bit of a run on it maybe five years ago, but even then, probably longer than that. So, you know, there was, there was a bit there when like each episode was like really bad, I remember. I don't know what seasons that was from, but that's why I was surprised when I jumped into like the most recent season, that what was uh, 2019. Um, it was just uh, really nice to watch and it was actually making me laugh. I don't know if I was just really desperate for a laugh. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is funny. It is funny. It is funny. Ha <laughs> Homer's dumb. <laughs> but no, re- it was- re- Rewatch it in like a month when you're in a, in a better headspace. You're like, oh God, I really was desperate for a laugh. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it's uh, it's really, really been helping anyway. Because we put on some like comedy specials. Um, There's like a Jerry Seinfeld one and just other ones on Netflix we're watching. And we're just like watching it and we're like, this isn't funny. This is making me, <laughs> this isn't distracting me whatsoever. Like both Shanto and I were getting our phones out, just looking at it, being like, yeah, no, nah, this, uh, this, is, this isn't doing it. But The Simpsons, The Simpsons is great. So it's just a long way to say, Dan, please, please uh, pay for your Disney Plus. <laughs> I need it, mate. <laughs> I to- to- topped up that account yesterday so it should be all good to go sometime soon fantastic fantastic then you can watch all of episode number 1375 of the simpsons as as your heart desires it's not quite there Uh, i think there was uh, (laughs) a there was um one of the horror episodes that was episode 666 it was up to so we were up to like 600 and i mean that that might the treehouse horror ones generally age a little bit better than the normal ones, but I was never I was never a huge fan of I'm the a, of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. I don't know, like I like them, but I I was never like, oh yes, here's another one, like for this season. But I don't know if that's I, uh, I don't know. I found over the newer seasons they seemed because they're a little bit more creative, I guess. When mm. 
but I'm I'm one of those guys who's a purist. Uh, seasons seasons three to nine are the gold seasons, and then everything else is a long way behind. Oh, you don't like season one or season two? I've got I've got some good moments, but they've also got some really rough moments where and. The voice acting's just not quite there, and the animation's not quite there. And oh no! Like but, when Homer yeah. wants to take everyone out for some frosty chocolate milkshake. Oh, but that's so funny though. That's just such a dumb trope. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Come on, Bart. Come on, Bart. Let's go have some hot frosty chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> and just like even even the shorts before it was like a natural proper show on the was it the Tracy Omen show. Was that Olman? Olman. Um, like I love them too. When I was a kid i like downloaded them all and put them on usb and tried to watch them on my ipod and stuff even i found them funny there was one when bart was trying to uh i think homer asked him for a baloney sandwich and he just got like fishing bait and put it into a sandwich and gave it to him he's just like chewing on it and just it's got like the most gross animation of him chewing on this fishing bait and (laughs) it just really stuck in my head so no i I love season one because that was i had season one and season five and I watched season one like through all the time because I, I had it on video, so I couldn't just select episodes. But season season five, I got sick of it real quick because I watched it to death. And whenever it came on to TV, <laughs> very understandable. When, when it came on TV, I'm like, oh, it's season five. I'm not watching it tonight. <laughs> I was that sick of it. And, uh, and Channel Ten would always flog The Simpsons because that's one of the few shows that they had. Yeah, I don't Remember, mind. I don't mind if they flogged The Simpsons. I would have watched it. Oh yeah, all, all day. I wouldn't have gone to school if they, they had it on during the day. Like, I think they played it for like two hours a night, five days a week, and then you have a couple episodes of Futurama as well because they didn't have anything else to show. Mm. But no complaints. The Simpsons got no me into Neighbours because of its uh, <laughs> of its time zone. Neighbours coming on like straight after at six thirty, and uh, I still remember the episode of Neighbours where. Um, there was a plane crash and like a family died. I'm like, this is this is pretty fucked up. And, I, and that's when I got into doesn't it. Doesn't <laughs> narrow it down. That doesn't narrow it down for neighbors. I have, I'm pretty sure that happens like every season. Yeah, it probably does. Like obviously, I'd, or, or I'm not keeping up with. I'm not keeping up with. Uh, what's his name? The Paul, the, the bad guy Paul. You probably don't know what I'm on about. Paul Robertson. Yes, Paul Robertson. Uh, what a mean man. He's got Robinson, money and Robinson. he's <laughs> he's he's gonna get you. Paul Robertson, eh? Bloody bloody Paul. <laughs> Rich people named Paul, just the absolute worst. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. E- even um, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> 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 I, just, I don't know where I'm going with that uh, that joke. But anyway, Dan. Um, so we've got some drinks here at the bar. You you always seem to bring something interesting, which uh, seems is that is that like your quirk? Is that the thing you go with? Like if you just like rock up, say, hey, I just want to, I just wanted the Great Northern today. Have does that mean you've lost your sort of uh, your personality trait here on the show? Or? Uh, that means there's an imposter in my seat and you oh. guys ask me to blink if I need help or something. Yeah, well, at the moment, I can't see you blink. You literally, you're literally still staring at me like a fucking drongo. <laughs> 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 um, this week, I got a, got a sh- you might not even be able to see this, a shifty lizard session. I, I, I can um, see a little preview on the side. No one else can, though. So you will have to be very, <laughs> very deliberate with your choice of word to describe the palate and uh, the flavor of that. It's in a yeasty, nice sky, sky blue and black can. Mm. Um, it's a cr- local brewery in Wollonga. 
Um, 1.2 standard drinks. Mm-hmm. Smells like a beer. Sounds like a beer. It does sound like a beer. I like that. I'm glad no one can actually see the pour on that one. Um, I can see it. It's a bad pour, ladies and gentlemen. He's got, I think, about 10 centimeters of head on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I would make a shitty bartender. Um, it's quite refreshing. That will go very easily. I might even need to get a second beer after this because this is going to go in no time. They're the best, though, aren't they? Rushiness like, to it. Like the beers that just like taste nice, and you can just sink them nice and nice and quickly. Like you don't want to get you don't want to get paralyzed on them. There's a you know you don't, I know we're here in Australia. We don't we don't want to embrace that culture of uh, binge drinking. But you know, just some some nice beverages to enjoy. It's all good. Now that that head's it's, looking it's all right sesh, now. Sesh. Much better. That's looking better. So you let it you let it settle a bit. You know, he's you can be a bartender yet, Dan. You can get a weekend job <laughs> still yet, mate. If, as long as they don't judge me on my first pause, it's all good. I failed my tr- job trial right there. Yeah, like that. No, we can't waste that much fucking beer, man. <laughs> we'll go broke. <laughs> you go through a whole keg to get like one schooner out. <laughs> a, South, a South Australian schooner as well, so like nothing. Yeah, that's like a it's like a shot glass in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the next thing like with the borders opening up you know everyone's worried about you know you know covid coming into south australia from you know from victoria but the worst thing is it's just all the people coming to the pubs and uh you know asking for pints and they get uh south australian schooners that's uh that's gonna be the worst thing <laughs> to come from all this so i i tell you it, it made a difference like in, in the lockdown last year Working at the at the pub, it was just it was sort of nice, just being like you know, not having to explain the sizes of our drinks all the time. Even though we got signs up on the fridges saying, "Hey, uh, you know, this is a schooner, this is a pint, these are the sizes. Enjoy, order your beer." But people like everyone, everyone knows drunk people can't read, so that's yeah. the problem with that. <laughs> but even when they first walk in and they're completely sober. Victorians can't read? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not the strongest reader either, but I can I can read a sign that says uh says what the drinks are. But a pint is the big one. Mm, but not big enough for a lot of people. Like, I want a bigger one. It's oh fuck me, I don't know. That's called an imperial pint. Why don't I don't know, who cares? Anyway, I've got <laughs> I've got a Carlton dry. And uh, after hearing your pour, oh god, almost lost that one. It's a boy. It was a boy. Now it's a Biff. I thought these would be kind of recent, but after that froth up, I'm a bit concerned now. What's the use by Dan? (laughs) Because Dan knows very well that like the use by date on my drinks in my fridge could be anything because I, I don't drink a whole lot. At home. I think I brought down a slab of Furphy one time that stayed in your fridge for around a year. Yeah. And that's when, like, Ash came over, like, uh, last weekend and he was going to leave some drinks in the fridge. I'm like, I'm like, nah, don't, man. <laughs> I probably won't get to him. Well, unless he wants to keep recording at your place, in which case they might go through. 
but that would require a certain circumstance. Yeah, I think it actually might be a bit bit foxy. It doesn't taste that nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's open now. You can't waste. You can't waste it. We've got to drink something. I mean, it's not not like it's going to poison you. It's just malt, hops, and yeast. But yeah, well, it's look, not going to be great. Look on the bright side. I've uh, done at least one thing right. It's cold, and it is fizzy. <laughs> so I can't complain too much. It is wet as well. Has it nice carbonated? It's not just flour <laughs> leftover. All <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh, right. So now we've got some beers. I think it's time to crack some. I reckon. Let's try and crack some furfies there, Dano. So who's going to go first? There's only two of us. It's been a long time since I've done an episode just uh, with two people. This might be the first one apart from some of the test ones we've done a long time ago as well. Well, well, a while ago. Um, I'm happy to jump in first since you, you're doing the hosting jobs. Oh, sure. All right, Dan. Ladies first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All three of these stories come from the Northern Territory News. Okay. Except for one, you bloody cheeky bastard. That's up to you to pick it. <laughs> Abducted. I'm not quackers. But aliens stole my feathered friends. Mm. UFO cut off my car. Northern Territory woman claims alien hoons and UFO shaped like Ford station wagon cut her off. Okay. And out of time. Darwin police arrest man claiming to be a time traveler here to warn us of aliens. Oh, fuck you, Dan. So they're all from the <laughs> Northern Territory with people claiming they've seen aliens. How am I going to guess this one? <laughs> there is no way. So, well, this lady has a very good point and that's very plausible and I'm just going <laughs> to nail, nail it. Jesus Christ. All right. So more information on all of them. I'm going to, um, I'm going to like need to listen to how each one is written, but you're a good writer as well, so that's you're not going to fumble anywhere. I'm a, I'm actually quite disappointed. Quite disappointed. Ash and Tom aren't here to hear the best of the Northern Territory news. Mm. Well, they're uh, they're busy tending to their um, Hot Wheels collection. You know, you, you got you got to polish it every couple of weeks, otherwise it will it will rust. So true, it's true. Abducted. I'm not quackers. But aliens stole my feathered friends. Alien forces are behind a series of strange duckling disappearances in the Northern Territory, a nurse has claimed. About two months ago, one of Humpty Doo nurse Desi Friend's ducks went missing, then another and a third, until a total of eight ducks went missing from her locked yacht. Mysteriously, over the course of two weeks, one by one they disappeared into thin air, she said. There's no sign of forced entry. There's no feathers. There's no big fat snakes. There's no dogs. There's no evidence at all. A wild dog couldn't have got past my dog and would have left feathers or a mess. And a snake couldn't have eaten eight ducks in three weeks. Don't know about that. The birds had clipped wings and couldn't fly, so Miss Friend said it was unlikely that her feathered friends escaped themselves. However, she hadn't ruled out the possibility of an alien abduction. Uh, that's definitely on the cards, she said. Whoever has taken the uh, the ducks has taken all the good ducks, and I've been left with Squawky <laughs> Duck, an old duck who is a bit senile. So it must be alien forces that have left me with my two worst ducks. 
Hmm. That's a that's a great conclusion to come to. Um, I'm not smart enough to come to that one <laughs> as uh, as abruptly as she did. But interesting. I, I don't think there are don't think there are too many people smart enough to come to that conclusion that quickly. No, she's a genius. So, yeah. All right. Oh, well, that's a very plausible story. Uh, a crazy woman in the Northern Territory claiming aliens stole her ducks, and uh, don't know, yeah, I'm still trying to think. Like, would you have ducks in the Northern Territory? I'm sure. I'm sure. Why not? Just trying to think. Would it be, be, be a bit dry for a duck? Be a bit hot for a duck. Hmm. If I was a duck, could be many things for a duck. If, if I was a duck, would I want to be in Northern Australia? Oh fuck no. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but you know, well, maybe they'd love to be there during the monsoon season. That's right. You know, it gets uh, it gets very wet up there, but it's a bit humid. The ducks like the humidity. I don't know. I don't like the humidity, but I'm not a duck, so I can't really <laughs> speak on their behalf. Yeah, Drew, Drew the duckling. All right, story number two. Mm-hmm. UFO cut off my car. Northern Territory claims alien hoons and UFO shaped like Ford station wagon cut her off. A Northern Territory woman claims she was cut off by two alien beings in a spaceship shaped like a Ford station wagon before it took off, surrounded by green, blue, and red flames. Her amazing tale was just one of the stories to emerge after public broadcaster the ABC opened up the airwaves in the Northern Territory to UFO believers. Betty from Alice Springs said her close encounter occurred in 1969. She was driving 12 miles miles south of Eleron towards the northern city of Alice Springs at 4am with her six-year-old daughter when they saw the vehicle flying alongside us. We saw these two figures inside this thing. It looked like a Ford station wagon with the windows. It came in front of us really quickly. Her daughter then said, "There's, there's nothing to be afraid of. I said, why did you say that? She said, I don't know. It just came out of my mouth. And as I was talking, the whole thing took off like a shot out of a gun. And there was all this green and blue and red flames or lights all around it. I'll never forget it. Another call, Dennis, said his sighting was shared by a crowd of people on the Dripstone Cliffs, 61 miles south of Darwin at sunset. A mate and I were looking down the beach and saw this orangey-pink light progressing towards us. No sound at all. We just watched in silence as it cruised on past the casino. Right. (laughs) Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, (laughs) uh, Move on to the next one. We'll have a bit of a bit of a a bit of a yarn about it. I'm Darwin police arrest man claiming to be a time traveler here to warn us of aliens. Northern Territory police officers have had a strange encounter of the third kind last Saturday where they arrested Tom Troughton for public disturbances and drunkenness in Parap. Tom Troughton? Mr. Troughton was arrested at 7.45 Saturday evening near the Parap Village Markets where onlookers said he looked to be in a panic, rushing around and yelling at the top of his lungs. When arrested, Troughton then asked to be taken to the Chief Minister of the Northern Territory and was claiming of an alien invasion in the next five years. Mm. One witness, Billy Eccleston of Larrakia, said that Troughton grabbed him by the shirt and looked extremely alarmed. He said, we need to get out as fast as we can. They're coming. 
before running away and tripping over a nearby table. Whoops. He looked just looked like a drunk. Police were on him pretty quickly. Still not the word, weirdest thing I've seen, though. Police took him to the drunk tank for the night, and Troughton was released the next morning. Mr. Troughton has a history of, with the extraterrestrial. He called in a UFO sighting over East Point in 2011 and claims he was abducted by aliens during a tip trip to Tennant Creek in 2014. Okay. Well, Dan, after the after the readout of the stories, I still got still got no idea which one. <laughs> like even the one that even the ones that, you know, are true stories that you've gone and found, they're still still a bit fucking bullshit. So, <laughs> so I don't know how I'm gonna like pick out the Stor- stories with aliens in them are bullshit. I I never. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm like, look, I'm not against aliens. I'm not saying that there's nothing out there. I'm not saying that nobody's crazy stories aren't true or believable. But when you know, when when you put them together with a with a story like this, where you've actually got to like go, all right, so you know, some people are making some real claims, but there is a story when someone's making a real claim, but Dan has made up that real claim and that person. <laughs> We've got to go deeper. Mm. So I hope this isn't the this isn't the trend, Dan, where we're like, you know, oh look, there's a ghost hunter and he's found a ghost. But which ghost <laughs> hunter is real? <laughs> was it the ghost hunter the that idea. went to Chicago? Or was it the ghost hunter in Melbourne, Australia? Or was it the ghost hunter in Darwin Northern Territory. It's like, I don't know, Dan. I don't know. I'm very interested in ghost hunting, aliens, all these conspiracies. They're fun to watch. I've gone down rabbit holes many times on YouTube. But that has not helped me today. So let's recap here. So we've got the ducks. Some crazy woman saying, hey, look, you know, it couldn't have possibly... It wasn't a snake. It got- couldn't have been a snake. It's got to be a it's like, well, it could have been multiple snakes. It could have been multiple animals. It could have been could have been lots of things. I don't know why you have to go to aliens. Why would an alien want your duck? Look, there's lots of reasons you would want a duck. They're cute for a start. Obviously, there's the uh, the eating of them. Um, you know, a duck, it's a lot of work for like, you know, picking around a lot of bones and not that much meat, but it's, it is a delicious bird, nevertheless. Um. It's got to get inside your mind. Where would you go? Would you be like, oh, look, we've got to chuck the ducks in there for Drew. That's going to distract him and just throw him off course. He's just been <laughs> focusing on these ducks. And I've got to say it's worked. I've been thinking about ducks the whole time. Uh, we've got the the car story where she's like, holy shit, it took off. And it was it's definitely a UFO. So, I mean, are we missing context here? Was she high? So lots of other things. Because it sounds like she's high. It sounds like... It sounds like the car just like, you know, sped off, but like all the lights and that are just blurred in her vision. She's like, oh my God, what is going on here? And then there's story number three. I need like a, I really feel like I need a who wants to be a millionaire section on this. Still there then? Uh, I am. Are you still there? I am. Yes. We're back. (laughs) 
Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Dear listeners. <laughs> so, yes, I don't know. I'm going to take a shot in the dark, Dan, as far as this goes. I'm going to go story number... The, the ducks are calling to me, but I don't want to go to the ducks. I really don't, I really don't know. We're going, to go st- we're going to go story number two. Why not? Shot in the dark. What, what, what have we got? Story number three. Mm. Okay. So what, what should have stood out to me to make this one feel more <laughs> fake then than the rest? Is there something I missed? Obviously there was. So let me know what the sort of uh, the planning into the story you put into it. Uh, well, I, I picked the first two stories. Uh, I, was, mm. I was going for a Northern Territory news theme because they quite they have some very interesting headlines over the years, such as front page news being a topless woman putting out a fire um, <laughs> with her boots. A taxi, <laughs> um, a taxi driver saying he left. They left a dump instead of a tip because a, a man <laughs> took a shit on a taxi. Um, I would very highly suggest looking up the best Northern Territory news headlines. Um, so I picked two um, that seemed interesting enough to try and trip people up. That seemed possibly possibly fake. Realised they were both alien-related stories. And then this a lot... I started writing this and I was like, oh, time tra- traveler here to warn us of aliens. That sounds vaguely Doctor Who-ish. All the names involved in the story are re- related to names from the actors of Doctor Who. Mm. Don't um, watch Doctor I'm Who. I'm not sure if anyone my would actually have, have need- I haven't watched it in years, but I was like, you know what? It fits this story. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a little bit shorter than the other ones, but right. also... Tripping over, tripping over the table while he's running away. It's a good, good mental image. <laughs> All right. Well, you got me, Dan. I had no idea from the very start. I'm like, well, Connor. Yeah. Don't know. You got me. Well done. Well done. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, now that's a frothy fur. That was a frothy fur. Not quite as frothy as your poor before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's much that is that frothy, to be honest. And then nothing's that frothy, mate. Nothing's that frothy. All right. Well, my uh, my stories, you'll probably get this one pretty pretty hard. I reckon it's gonna be real hard for you, Dan. I reckon. I've got right. some. I've got Bring some. I've got some serious ones. I've got some funny ones. But they're all related to Black Friday, which uh, has just happened over the last week. One of the and big far too much of my money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've got to do my uh, my haul now, pretty much after we record this. I'll get some stuff. But anyway, story number one is local Chicago-based business faces pressure during Black Friday. Story number two: Black Friday, largest boycott planned by independent retailers. And story number three. Uh, three shot in fight at US Mall during Black Friday sales. So, Dan, do we need mm. some more context? I think you do, mate. I think we do. I think we do. All right. Story number one, local Chicago-based business faces pressure during Black Friday. This one's a bloody doozy, Dan. 
If you're after a good deal, the end of November is a good time to buy. Black Friday has become a tradition uh, both in store and online during uh, and uh, and online, and thousands of people around the world are looking for a good deal on presents to stuff their family stockings with for Christmas. This can be extremely hard on local retailers, especially small family-run businesses. The pressure to stay competitive with massive conglomerates like Amazon in the busiest time of year can lead to some poorly made choices. Good Night's Sleep, a small Chicago-based mattress retailer run by couple Sal and Mike Pauls, made the baffling decision to price match other retailers, even the big wholesalers who undercut themselves. This led the small business to lick the sauce off baked beans and sell them as magic beans in the neighboring uh, Target's car park. Quote, we really fucked the shit on this one. We thought, <laughs> we thought it'd be a good idea to get people in the door, but we didn't realize it was an absolute fucking shit show on our bank account uh, and, we, and would see when we didn't sell the mattresses for any more than what we paid for them. End quote. And I'll, I'll leave the story there for that one. <laughs> uh, uh, story number two, Black Friday, uh, largest boycott planned by independent retailers. Up to 85% of smaller sellers will protest against online giants such as Amazon by closing their websites and planting trees. This Friday, independent retailers across the country will shut down their websites and donate their profits to charity and plant trees as part of a renewed drive against the rabid consumerism encouraged by large online sellers offering deals for Black Friday. About 85% of independent retailers would not participate in this year's Black Friday. Uh, the day sellers claim... Uh, claim to offer bargains and slash prices in an attempt to store up custom uh, custom before Christmas. The number of retailers boycotting the event is the largest figure ever recorded by the British Independent Retailers Association and comes as part of a growing movement against the huge online shopping websites such as Amazon that have gained traction since the start of the pandemic. And uh, we'll end that one there. And uh, sorry, number three, the sad one. So... Uh, three shot in a fight at US uh, US Mall during Black Friday sales. Three people were shot and wounded on Friday during an apparent fight between the two groups at a US Mall crowded with shoppers, uh, shoppers on the day after Thanksgiving, the police and chief of North Carolina of Durham said. Authorities said in the late afternoon one person was uh, determined... Uh, was a detained, sorry, and there was no further threat to the public. A bystander described mass hysteria as one of the busiest shopping days of the year as shoppers ducked into stores for cover and ran to exits. Uh, Durham uh, Police Chief uh, uh, Patrice Andrews told reporters the shooting happened around 3.20pm uh, inside of streets at South Point Mall during a fight between two groups who knew each other. She said one of the victims was a ten-year-old child. Uh, was a ten-year-old ten child hit when the bullet ricocheted. Police said the child's wound did not appear to be life-threatening. Police did not immediately release further information on the conditions of the two other people who were shot. Andrew said uh, said another three people were injured as shoppers rushed uh, to exits fo following the shooting. In a news release, police said their injuries were not life-threatening. She said those involved in the fight uh, that led to the shooting fled, but vowed she would arrest them. Uh, she, uh, 
she said there was no further threat to the public. And we'll leave that one there. All right, Dan, what do we reckon? How are we going? Sorry, what was what was story number one selling? The licked off baked beans? <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just weird. So what have we got here? We've got licked off baked beans and fucking shit, <laughs> fucking this, fucking that. <laughs> this, this led the small business to lick the source of baked beans and sell them as magic beans in the neighbouring Target's car park. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sound business model. I couldn't see how that would go wrong. Oh, they're obviously they're obviously no good at uh, running a business, Stan. I think that's the the main thing about. Uh, they never know. They might they might sell someone a beanstalk by accident. Yeah, that's right. You'll get a good bargain if you actually get a magic bean, though. That's the thing. It's like a lucky dip. If you actually like get the magic bean, you're set. You're going up, and, and then you climb you, cl- you climb the beanstalk without any climbing gear. You go up. You escape the giant. You take back the golden goose. You're set for life. Like that's a that's a fantastic deal. It is, if it were true. Mm. Well, um, I reckon I reckon it could be Dan. But uh, some- story number two, very believable. Um, there's a very strong anti-consumerist, anti-capitalist movement going around. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned anti-work before. A lot of people kind of getting fed up with treatment of the little guy from these big giants, such as Amazon and Walmart. Uh, story number three, unfortunately, also very believable considering gun violence in the US is, is has, and will be always be insane. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, definitely going to go. I'm definitely locking in story number one. Ah, uh, you see? Now that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> see, so, um, when I was writing, I'll tell you what, I just want to do a real easy one and just. Uh, just like started off just like, you know, just normal then just go into just bullshit <laughs> and, uh, you know, make it pretty easy. But um, I didn't know it was just going to be the two of us. So you have a real fucking hard one for old Drewy <laughs> here. And here's, here's uh, Drew coming in with just like, tell you what, Dan, I'm not going to ha- I'm not gonna kick the goal. Handballs it to you and you smash it through. You up your career. You get all the sponsorships and the bloody Nike football boots and everything going on and everyone loves you, wants your autograph, pitches when they see you out in public. No one cares about me. But uh, you didn't reciprocate that, mate. You didn't give me a nice, easy one. Just, oh, look. In, um, in fairness... Mm. I thought I was going to be tripping up a larger group, but yeah, I would have liked the I, I would have liked to see just like all of us being like I don't fucking know, <laughs> but it said it said it's uh, it's just me who uh, you know usually looks like a bloody buffoon on this show. I I got no idea. Everyone everyone tricks me. I got no idea what's going on, especially recently where I'm not actually paying much attention to the news, even <laughs> even the stuff I should know, let alone um, stuff about big potatoes and whatever Tom brought to us last week. <laughs> And <laughs> I'm actually looking through the uh, looking yeah, through some sites, potato. I found it. <laughs> I actually found the article just like look, looking around today. I'm like, oh, there's that potato. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if I just came to that site today, if only. If only. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, this beer is not going down very well. It is definitely. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't think I've seen you take one swig of that at all. No, I, mean, I, I can't blame you to be honest. No, I have. I have. I swear. So in the meantime, I would recommend a shifty lizard. A shifty lizard. It's not a bad drop. 
Only took you forty minutes to drink it. <laughs> must be, <laughs> must be good. I mean, it could have taken could have taken me five, but I had to stretch that out just to reach the whole podcast. So I didn't have to go up and get another. Mm, yeah, our, our barman's not that good, is he? He won't bring you a drink to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the furfies, Dan. Anything else we want to touch on before we, uh, I guess, head on home? It's a nice, quick sort of bar trip this week. Yeah, the bar, bar's looking a bit empty this week. I think everyone's kind of a bit spooked by the borders opening this week. A bit spooked. Bar's a bit empty, but it'll fill back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit spooky on Black Friday. She'll yeah. fill up again next week, I'm sure. Mm. I know like uh, all the pubs around here, they just flat out because all the Victorians uh, want our beer, apparently. Actually, I did see that Millicent managed to dodge a bullet recently with exposure sites popping up in the Mount... Narracourt and Kingston. So lucky Millicent is a town that everyone just wants to drive straight past. Yeah, well, that's the benefit, eh? <laughs> we got nothing where it's like, oh, look, this cool into Millicent. That'd be a nice little uh, spot. No, no, it's not a nice spot. We'll keep going. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a couple of cafes, which uh, they've definitely also got in Mount Gambia, so they'll probably stop there instead. Mm. We've got nice Chinese now, and I've got uh, fried rice for tea. Leftovers from the other night, so... Looking forward to that. What's what's on the what's on the menu tonight for you, Dan? Let's make our listeners hungry if they're listening to this at lunchtime. What a nutritious delight do you have cooking up? I don't have anything lined up tonight, but last night I cooked myself some delicious porterhouse steaks with herb and garlic butter and some butter butter baked vegetables just to make everyone hungry. Jesus, just treat yourself, mate. Just treat, treat yourself. yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> $15 from Woolies for, for the steaks, which Ooh, not some bad. B- some Black Friday steaks, eh? <laughs> and thought I'd better throw in some veggies just to make it a little bit healthy and then slather them in butter. Yeah, There's nothing, well, there's not nothing worse, but there's <laughs> just like, you know, when you have like uh, sausages or just like a steak, you're like, well, what do I have with it? And you end up having nothing. you just got this slab of meat. You just... <laughs> You feel like a bloody dog or something just eating it. Just ah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like vegetables is what makes us, uh, you know, what we are. We're not it just makes it a full balanced meal. Yeah, we're not just you savages. Have your meat and two veg. Yeah, you got to have your. <laughs> you just end up having like ch- fried chips with it or something. Yeah, and that's vegetables. Just potato. <laughs> very healthy, very nutritious. Mm. Delicious. Yes. All right, Dan, that was fun. I enjoyed it. It's a bit different to other episodes without, uh, you know, the four of us. But you know, Without the full gang, but some nice... Uh, not some, bad, different. I enjoyed it. Yeah, nice and quiet. Just got to just got to catch up and enjoy each other's company. You're sick of enjoy, me already, aren't you? a shifty lizard. lizard. <laughs> You're sick of me already, aren't you, Dan? You're like, fuck, I just want to... <laughs> oh, the fucking Drew guy. He talks a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> I've got to talk a lot. If if it was just uh, if it wasn't a podcast, I'd probably just be sat here just. Uh, Isn't this an audio visual medium? <laughs> this is uh, just um, just meditation. Just put it on, and it's just dead silence. Just with a, the occasional just hum. Listen to the sound of the breeze whistling past your ears. Ooh, there's the breeze then. <laughs> Are you all feeling calmer now, listeners? <laughs> uh, I'll catch you next week, Dad. All right, bye. <laughs>
damn bloody got me this week. What a bloody bastard he is. (laughs) (laughs) Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.